0: As our show continues on its multi-year journey, patterns begin to emerge. Cody's going to bring movies that are horror-adjacent or feature swords or are animated. Chad's going to bring humanistic movies about family dynamics. Mark is going to bring undeniable classics that have auteuristic style. Sometimes, though, because the three of us are good friends with similar interests, these patterns begin to bleed. Patterns of movies with stacked cast of future superheroes may be a pattern of one particular famous English director who has already been covered once on this podcast is being covered today and will likely be covered twice more before we complete our journey of finding the best movie of our lifetime. Another pattern is beginning to emerge, a pattern of sci-fi movies that are about the end of the world. But not only are they about the end of the world, they also feature religious allegory or iconography. Maybe the fact all three of us were raised in the church has led us to find appreciation in these elements. Or maybe it's the fact that there's some universal connection to the question of what we would believe if we were faced with the end of the world. Maybe right now, faced with real-world disasters, it's hard to think of anything else. Or maybe we just like spaceships and explosions and want to see a bomb dropped into the sun. Who knows? Today, let's all get a little sunshine. Has the time come? I've been waiting for so long. This is Best Pictures, the podcast where we pick our favorite movies for every year we've been alive. I'm Cody Lunsford, and I'm joined, as always, by...
1: For seven years, I spoke with God. He told me to take you all to heaven. I'm Chad.
0: God.
2: at the end of time, a moment will come where just one man remains. The pa- the moment will pass. A man will be gone. There'll be nothing to show we were ever here. But Stardust, I'm Mark.
0: Well, I love that you guys <laughs> interpreted cheery. lines of sunshine <laughs> like Kenneth the Page from Thirty.
1: <laughs> that did have some Kenneth energy. Like I wasn't actively thinking about him, but I think in my heart that that was Kenneth. Yeah. Yeah. I was
0: going to do the frequency, it. Kenneth? That's an R.E.M. joke. That's an
2: R.E.M. joke. Uh, I was going to do it like Cody did it, and then Chad decided to be all cheery, and that sounded fun.
0: Yeah, you <laughs> had to match it, yeah.
1: Also- That line is horrifying in the context of the film, but-
0: This line has a lot of horrifying lines and ideas. Yeah. And did, we,
2: did we all pick a quote from Pinhead or whatever?
0: <laughs> I don't think his name is Pinhead.
1: Pin Pinbacker. Pinbacker. Who you call him, Pinhead? <laughs> Remember that from the SpongeBob episode yeah, with Pinhead, Pinhead
0: Larry, Larry um, dirty, dirty Dan. <laughs> Jesus, we are <laughs> as the kids say on one today. <laughs> um,
1: I've been on one since March, and it's not ever going to change. This is just who I am now. I'm a little bit unhinged for the rest of my life. You're you're a Russell.
0: Dirty- Pro movie that was number one at the box office because no other Ooh. movies were out.
1: That's right. I'm a nice guy. <laughs>
0: that was not number one. Famously. Nope.
1: But it's a good movie, and it should have been.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Guys, I I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm very tired, which is normally Mark's line. Um. But hey, I, you're in
2: my time zone now.
0: <laughs> well, it's that, but also. This weekend, I was like, you know what? Would you know what's cool going to Disney World? You know what's cooler than that? Going two days in a row. And then yesterday, I was like, actually, that's not cool. I'm tired and I'm exhausted. So,
1: are you like still impressed with like the COVID vibes there? I don't want to like dwell on COVID, but is it uh, has it maintained like good?
0: Yeah. Um. (laughs) Yes. Actually, it has it. Felt a little crowded at Epcot yesterday and I started getting a little stressed just because there were slightly tight quarters. Um mm-hmm. But everyone's doing a good job. Disney is actually being more um, aggressive with mass stuff. The signs used to say, you know, like wear a mask at all the time, blah, 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 blah. blah. Um, you know, unless you're stationary and eating and drinking. And now it says, hey, you have to go somewhere stay there to eat and drink or like have a straw or whatever but if you're not wearing a mask you will be asked to leave and that's the first time i've seen that aggressive of messaging so have you
1: seen anyone get kicked out yet i
0: have not seen anyone get kicked out um though there was a weird thing yesterday where cops were looking for people on the grand fiesta tour I oh. don't know what happened. That story hasn't come out yet, but I did see cops walking around at that ride shut down for a little bit. Uh, I'm going to go um, ahead and
2: say that story will not come out.
0: Uh, <laughs> you are correct. Yeah, um, I think it's all my got first... out of their, their boat and snuck backstage. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Um, but um, I didn't see anyone kicked out, but there I did see people be like assholes to cast members. And I've just... There's been some like um what's the word? Uh entitled like assholery guest behavior. But I think right. Disney's doing everything they possibly can correctly in the parks other than as a company firing all their employees and et cetera. But Which, the park, famously
1: are... people also don't like when they do that in yeah. California. <laughs> they yeah. Yeah. there's truly no winning with the pandemic. Either right. lay everybody off are you open? Neither are good optics.
0: Well, not to get political in Maine, but, you know, uh, if our country knew how to handle shit. Um, but you said you were, you saw something. I did? I thought you were. Oh, you
1: tried to say uh, something. I, I feel like I was going to say something about COVID or something, but I, I could talk about the movie I saw. I stayed home because I can't go to a movie theater. or You could go to a park. drive-in. I could go to a drive-in, and on the last episode, I said I was going to check out that one movie. Kajillion. Oh. Kajillionaire, yeah. Yeah, I was Kajillionaire. Okay. Yeah, because it sounded good as hell uh, hell. and up my alley, but I I didn't do that. But I did log on to Netflix.com. Yeah. Um, Yeah. This this and, is a movie that
0: uh, like people only watch because there's a pandemic and they can't go out to theaters. It's like. really
1: weird. So the movie is Hubie Halloween, uh, the yeah. new Adam Sandler romp. Um, it's weird how so many people have just like because this is not the first movie of its kind. Like there have been like uh, murder, all, mystery. The, the murder mystery, the Cobbler. Uh, no, that, Cobbler, that's a little different. Cobbler not, was not
2: Netflix.
1: But uh, the the ridiculous six. Kevin James had that one Sandy Wexler, Sandy Wexler, The Do Over,
0: International Assassin.
1: All these movies that no one really gravitated to, but we're all stuck home now. We all like Adam Sandler again because of Uncut Gems. Uh And Hubie Halloween comes out, and it's not great, but it's fun. It's pretty funny. Did either of you watch it? Fuck
0: no. The haunting of Brian came out this. You watched
1: the secret, uh, the society Society
0: of of Royals, but that's a Disney movie. It's different.
1: It's not different. (laughs) I mean, it is different. It's. I think it's worse than Hubie Halloween Uh, because Adam Sandler. There's one joke in this movie, that is like, functionally just a really really good, joke. Just Um, one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's great to hear. Check out my comedy. One. (laughs) functional joke
1: i i was laughing and having a good time throughout but there's two moments in particular that i thought like okay that's a funny joke um so i don't know did i go into spoilers on here i don't know because neither of you have seen it we're
0: not gonna watch it Uh, that is the thing i'll tell you about me and mark is but it's i will say that i have thought about watching it which is more (laughs) than
2: i can say about some of these movies
0: I, I, will, I will watch Sandy Wexler or Murder Mystery probably before I watch Hubie Halloween.
2: No, I would watch Huey Halloween before any other Adam Sandler Netflix movie.
0: People say Sandy Wexler's low-key good. So. People
2: say the same thing about Hubie Halloween. Including yeah. Chad.
1: It's I don't know what to think of it because it's something very comforting about it, just like to watch a shitty Adam Sandler movie. And it's like funny, and like I and I laugh because Adam Sandler's funny. Um, there's a a joke between Rob Schneider and, uh, Steve Buscemi. That's like best thing that happened in the movie. Um, and then there's like a cameo that was really funny that I wasn't expecting at all. Um,
0: here's the other thing I will, this is what I'll say. I will watch Eurovision before I get to Hubie Halloween.
1: That's I probably we a good call.
0: my guy. That's
1: probably a good call. I was never
0: Halloween. the biggest like Adam Sandler fan. I still have not seen his early nine or late nineties big comedies. I have not seen Billy really Madison, Water Boy, etc., cetera, etc. So
1: Water Boy, I'd say Hubie Halloween feels like a spiritual successor to Waterboy. Like he's basically doing the same voice, mm-hmm. and he's like a very similar type of character, mm-hmm. just like. Impossibly positive, even though everyone hates him and is mean to him, kind of mm-hmm. guy. Um, yeah, which is fun and funny. I don't know, it's got its charms, but ultimately, I don't know if you're not into Adam Sandler, skip it. It's fine, it's not gonna change your life, but it's fun enough to turn on during Halloween season. I also watched Haunting of Hill House, been to the whole thing really good. I'm gonna start Bly Manor probably tonight. Um, that's not a movie but it's you can uh, log
0: it on letterboxd I'll allow it it's, it's television
1: as important what is the phrase what is the as terminology yeah. I
0: find as powerful as movies as powerful
1: as movies yes. that's um, it that's it
0: uh, um, i would agree mike flanagan's one of our oh, great horror i mean people slept on doctor sleep and it's a crime
1: I didn't love that movie, but Haunting of Hill House is, like, one of the best shows I've ever seen. It's insane.
0: Uh, Chad, maybe watch The Director's Cut, which is something that I have not done, but people who have seen it on HBO Max say that it, like, really Mm, lets some things breathe. I know we're normally anti- No, I'm trying to think.
1: I'm trying to remember how I watched it. If I watched it on um, a totally legal platform. Sure. uh, or if I watched it on HBO Max, I think I watched it on the totally legal platform. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't HBO Max.
0: if it wasn't three hours long, then you watched the normal version.
2: It well, if it, long, if it wasn't if it wasn't three hours long, hours it was long. like
0: two and a half hours long. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, it's pretty long, but uh, yeah. Okay, I don't uh, think I saw it. No, interesting. I'll yeah. I'm
1: gonna check that out because *Haunting of Hill House* really impressed me. I was. I really like that.
0: I, I would also recommend going back through any Mike Flanagan movies you haven't seen. I just watch Oculus, it's pretty solid.
2: I think Hill House is the mm-hmm. only one of his that I've seen, but he also
0: did like Gerald's game. Gerald's game is incredible.
1: Got Legit- like the same cast as Hill House. It's got uh well, at it's least got two out of
0: them. Yeah, it's got Carla. Yeah, it's Carla. And
1: uh Elliot from ET is in it.
0: Yeah, that here's the other reason. That's why I like Mike Flanagan is because Henry Thomas is in <laughs> a lot of his stuff, and Henry Thomas is good.
1: Um, uh, side note i I would like for them to make a ET sequel in the spirit of Christopher Robin, uh, where he kind of did. It was
0: a commercial around but,
1: Christmas, but they need to make the movie. Yeah, Elliot yeah. Elliot doesn't know how to raise the kids, and he he's stressed out. out. And then ET yeah. e. comes and brings it's the family together.
2: Play. It's, it's called. It's called ET came home,
0: right? Oh,
1: that's e- pretty. ET came um, all over the home. Comes,
0: home.
1: comes all over the. Ah,
0: that's ET you're talking about. Yeah, Dickie um, no.
1: ET. Yeah, it's his, his stop. finger, right? Stop,
0: yeah. uh, stop. Chad. Mike mm-hmm. Flanagan also directed Annabelle, *Annabelle* creation, which is a movie both you and I raved about. No,
1: that that was a uh, David Sandberg.
0: Hmm. I think he made the third Annabelle. Annabelle no, Origins. he didn't, because one of them's bad. Hold on.
1: I didn't like the first Annabelle. Annabelle no, Creation was sucks. David F. Sandberg, and that movie rules. I never saw the Annabelle Comes oh, Home.
0: No, 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 no. So, he did this. He was, did Ouija, right? Yes, this is where I get confused, because it's oh, two franchises where the first the one
1: yeah, and yeah. the so, second ones are like horror
0: masterpieces. Yes, he did Ouija, and it's yeah, okay, it's so freaking good. I'll definitely
1: check that one out because yeah, I I I love this guy. He's a good director, good horror, spooky times. In October, I'm in the spirit of spooky season. I don't, Cody, we've talked about this. You're not feeling it this year.
0: I'm not necessarily feeling um, it this year. Haunting of Bly Manor is getting me back. Um, I did see a horror movie in theaters, it's, oh, it's horrid, Jason. It. I don't really know. Um, it is called Possessor, and Possessor, they based- I
2: barely even know her.
0: Huh? Disgusting, yeah. Um, Chad, it, your thoughts?
1: My thoughts are that it's not a very good joke and I would like to hear more about the movie. <laughs> All right.
0: Um it, it it was a weird thing where it was like catch it in theaters one weekend only, unrated. Um oh. so I watched it at the can, local Can you,
1: can you catch show. it like rated on another weekend? No.
0: no. Okay. I mean they truly were like, Well, we're not bothering rating this fucker. <laughs> like let's just drop it. Um it's um so it's directed by brandon cronenberg who is the son of david cronenberg um and he seems to have a very similar interest as his father to gore and body horror and shit like that it's some people probably would think it's a masterpiece it, i it's just so gross to me. <laughs> I just, I it doesn't. I can't fully be on board. Some I
1: think like really get into that gross horror. horror yeah, horror it's and, never really been my cup of tea.
0: And and it has some interesting ideas. Basically, the premise is like there's these assassins who basically like log into other people's brains. They like hijack their brains and like possess them. And control them and carry out assassinations, and they do it in pretty like horrific and violent ways. Um, and like it's cool, and it's about like your mind melding with the other person, and it becomes a revenge movie of sorts. It um it stars um, oh man, I've lost her name. Jennifer Jason Lee plays like the person in charge of the like agency, and you know she's always. Good to see. Um it's Andrea Risenborough plays the main girl and then Chris or the main um like the main assassin person. That name's really familiar. Yeah uh, same, but I am I am uh, the whole time I was like, I don't think I know her though. I'm a woman. Uh, so but Christopher Abbott plays the lead male um and true ones will know him as hannah's boyfriend early on uh in girls um if you watched girls um right i'm right on that right yes okay it's
2: been a long time since i watched girls sorry yeah But, but i
0: haven't watched it he's charlie on girls um but he he was good he's also in that catch 22 show um that people say is good but then also nobody watched the whole time, I was like, oh, this is cool. It's too violent for me. It's too gross. Um, mm. But I was like, but I think he'd be a good Moon Knight. <laughs> that was my takeaway from the movie <laughs> Marvel stuff. Look, guys, it's it's unrated, and it means unrated. I have never seen... I've watched a lot of movies, and this is going to get a little blue. But I've seen a lot of movies. I've never seen a vagina presented to the screen in the same way that there is in this movie, I just was like, ah, okay, like it, it looks so like porn. That unrated. Uh not no. So there's this whole part where they like yes, log. Grab so,
1: the vagina to me, please. Stop.
0: They they do this whole thing where they like log in and they're like looking through cameras in people's houses or whatever. And so there, he just watches this couple have sex for a second, but like it looks like porn and not a movie. Um, But that's really the only, like, there's, well, no, there is quite a bit of sex stuff. But it's mostly the just, like, horrific gore and bashing people's heads in and stuff like that. That's just Mm -hmm. not my speed. It really isn't. I I, I won't, like, it doesn't keep me away from movies necessarily, but it's never my favorite bit in movies. Um, So I don't know. I mean, it's it probably would play really well at, like, a film festival, specifically like a horror film festival or something like that. But um, I don't know. I don't know that I recommend it, but if it sounds like something people would like. Sounds cool. Yeah. that
2: I mean, I I've only seen two Cronenberg movies and it was a couple of years ago, but I, I like them both. Um...
0: I need to give Cronenberg senior... More of a chance because I really haven't seen any of you, much of his stuff, and I like I need to see the fly, I need to see yeah. the history of violence, which is I, not the same, but
2: um, yeah, I, I haven't seen history of violence. I've seen the fly, and I saw video and I really like video drone. I have
0: not um, seen video The only one I've seen is existence, which is weird. They've got like existence, flesh
2: yeah. yeah. Um, I actually don't know how to say that. Uh, I also want to watch his crash. Um, Yeah. Which is just, it just seems interesting. Yeah, Um,
0: Jennifer Jason Leigh is also in that one. There you go. She's great. She's great. Um, Mark?
2: Well, I went the opposite route. I watched the least gory movie ever made. Um, I
0: can't remember what you watched.
2: I watched The Boys in the Band. That's uh, right. Which is not directed by... Ryan Murphy, don't worry, it's just executive produced by him. Um, Yes, he was too
0: busy making The Prom.
2: Yes, and also every other serial killer TV show for Netflix. Um, But it's a movie adaptation of the revival of a play, and the original play was also a movie. Yeah. But, uh, and, and this particular revival, so the play is from the 60s. And it's one of the first, like, openly gay plays on, I think it was Off-Broadway, but it was also one of the first movies to have an all-out gay cast. Yeah. Um, It was, like, a pretty big deal as a Friedkin movie. Uh, And then this one is the play Revival with another, like, all-male gay um, cast. It won a Tony for Best Revival. And then the director of the play directed the movie with the same cast. And it, like, very much is a filmed version of a play. Like, mm-hmm. at, o- at one point it shows you the whole set, and you're like, oh, this could be on a stage really easily. Um, but, I mean, it's not on a, a stage. Like, it doesn't look like it's on a stage. But it's very, like, two-dimensional. You can see the whole thing. I'm um, confused
1: what you mean. Is, is it similar to, like, the disney plus hamilton in that way or is it like I'm no gonna... it,
2: it's just like it all takes place in one location okay there's no like doors like it's like so a, it's, it's like, like a, a, a it loft not... with like a downstairs and then a staircase and then an upstairs but you can see all of the upstairs oh, okay. and all of the downstairs at the same time but like you you don't really ever see all of it at the same time so chad it feels uh, like a play
0: like rope kind of feels like a play yeah, you know like, like rope uses a lot of like film techniques but at mm-hmm. the same Part it's like in three locations
1: and stuff rope was a play
0: exactly it feels very stagey which can be bad can be good
2: yeah and i mean it is it is very stagey and it isn't like rope where it's like a film director filming a play it's like right a play director filming a play
1: right Um, and it's
2: the the director is the guy that directed wicked on broadway as well so like you have to wonder if he's like practicing directing for wicked
1: Um, no
0: because someone else big is attached Right now, good. but we'll see how that lasts because there's been like 50 of them. I'll look it up. Keep talking.
1: Wait, who's attached right now?
0: Keep talking. I'm looking
2: uh, up. I mean, he, he probably showed it in Direct Wicked because, you know, this movie was not super visually interesting. Uh, but the performances were all good. Um, Zachary Quinto, Jim Parsons, Andrew Ranellis, or Reynolds. Renales. uh Renales. Wow, I couldn't get that right at all. Um, yeah. No, they're they're all good. It's basically just about, like, different, like, eight gay guys in the 60s at a birthday party. And, like, you know, some of their, like, infighting and drama and then, like, a a straight guy shows up and he's uncomfortable. Um, It's, I mean, it, it does not sound as good as it is.
1: Um, yeah, it sounds good. I don't but,
2: know. but it's also one of those things that like halfway through it I was like oh wow this is fantastic and then at the end I was like oh that was like kind of nothing um,
0: I kind of wish it was film like Hamilton that would get me pretty excited but um, or like the West Wing special which is a stage version but they're shooting it very like on film I don't know that, I think that stuff's cool but they want to make a movie that's fine movies are good Let's enjoy them while we have them.
1: I yeah. do like movies.
0: I do like movies. So, the person who is currently attached to Wicked is Stephen Daldry, who is oh, God. F- famous for being attached to the Kenobi show, and he isn't any longer. Didn't he, he also longer-
2: make, like, The Reader and The Hours?
0: Yeah, that was going to be the reveal. Yikes. So, So, The Hours is good. Is it? Ish. The Reader sucks. He directed Billy Elliot, which people claim is great, but he also directed Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close, which I haven't had a chance to talk about on this pod yet, because it hasn't come up, because why the fuck would it come up? Hey, guys, that is probably the worst movie I've ever seen nominated for Best Picture, straight up. It is easily worse than any of the ones we claim are the worst. Wow. But it didn't win, so people kind of forget. But for something that's nominated, it's fucking horrendous. It's so bad.
2: I remember when that came out, I had, like, just read the book. And a bunch yeah. of friends were going to go see Haywire, but I wasn't 18 yet, and Haywire is rated R. Yeah. So I bought a ticket for Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close to, like, support it, but then I went and saw Haywire.
0: The, the only thing. time I've done
2: that. It's,
0: um, it's like, hey, maybe the movie that's literally just about nine eleven might should have been made by an American. I'm not saying that it has to be, but I think that angle may would have helped it just a tiny bit. Um, well, because, that's,
2: that book is... I remember it being good. Uh, and it's written by an American.
0: Yeah, the movie is so like schmaltzy. And it's like... I think it's it should feel a little darker and sadder than it does i don't know well the book it's is not, not
2: super dark and sad uh the guy well, that I'm... wrote the book uh do you know the, the guy that wrote the book uh like got into like uh like a letter-based relationship with i think natalie portman and then divorced his wife and natalie portman was like oh no i just like Enjoy writing letters to you. I
0: remember that story coming out. I didn't know it was that guy. Yeah, it's that guy. Shit. Fuck. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, extremely Loud and Incredibly Close also really suffers in it, not to dunk on a child, but that it's maybe one of the worst child performances I've ever seen. And that movie hinges completely on him. And it it's it's rough because of that um so boys in the band mark you you would recommend checking it out
2: yeah i mean it's it's i i always think that like watching a like a legendary play or like something that is a piece of history is is worth it like
0: yeah sure that's why we all saw cats
2: um yeah, uh, I mean, act- legitimately, like, actual, that's half yes, a joke, yeah. but
0: yes, no, I mean, it's it was a huge, important musical, so like, and
2: and like we talked about it with Hamilton, where like these yeah. are like you know, you don't see Broadway plays very often, so even yeah. if like what you're watching yeah. is just a filmed play, like you're not gonna see that play,
0: that's true, that's very true, um, which is why we will all be tuning in to Ryan Murphy's The Prom, um. <laughs> we are it, it may be good yeah no get ready Can for our, our special episode i know on nothing Pro. about
1: this i well, didn't I, even know it was a is a it's a broadway adaptation the promise yeah,
0: and it's a relatively recent uh production um,
1: i like musical theater when i watch it but i'm so out of the world of it like i'm just so out of the culture of like keeping up with what's new yeah like basically, to me, Hamilton is like a new play because it just dropped on Disney Plus. <laughs> like I was aw- that one I was aware of because you could sure. not be, but yeah. like I didn't listen to the music. It wasn't part of my like cultural like understanding until it, it dropped for me to watch.
2: Yeah, it's 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 crazy. Like anytime I venture into like musical theater TikTok, I'll hear a song and be like, "What is this song?" And they'll be like, "Oh, it's from like Hades Town." I'm like, "What the fuck is Hades Town?" <laughs>
0: Right, I keep right. up with it a bit more than you. I guys. mean, I mean like, I, as far as
1: I'm concerned, Les Miserables came out in 2012. Uh, Cats yeah. came out last year. Uh-huh. And, uh, and Wicked uh, is Hamilton out yet. Came out this, And Wicked, I've, I have actually did see Wicked uh, here in LA at the oh. Pantages Theater. It was really good.
0: Yeah, so uh, p- yes, Prom is a, a musical Ryan Murphy's doing it. It looks crazy. The trailer hasn't come out yet, but. You know, I'm excited. I'm trying to find the freaking name of this movie. There is a. It's one of the Disney studios. Um, they just twentieth
1: century studios, Searchlight Pictures, Buena
0: Vista. Buena Vista is not a studio. I
2: know it's a distributing
0: company. Um. Fuck, it comes out in February. Hold on. I'm going to find it out. There, there's a new musical coming out. I saw the trailer for it, and it's about, like, a gay it, kid growing up in Britain. Is um, it High School
2: Musical, the musical, the series, the Christmas, the Christmas
0: special? special? No, but we will watch that. Um, does
1: it have a... Sharon Shannon. Yes, oh, what is yes, yes. I, yes. That. I saw. That tra- I saw half of a trailer for that. It's Richard like E. Grant, the Grant kid is also wants a- to like get in drag or something. Yes, like he, he wants to be a performer. Yeah, has to
0: be a drag queen. It's called Everybody's yeah. Talking About Jamie. So we're going to have so many musicals upcoming because we are getting. It got moved to next December, but we've got West Side Story, we've got Prom, we've got everyone. Everybody's talking about Jamie. We've got In the Heights.
1: In the Heights. Uh, <laughs>
0: It's, it's good. And I'm sure there's more coming out next year because I feel like I heard of some. But yeah, anyway. Um, it's a good. Remember
1: when we would go to the theaters and we'd see trailers for movies, like in the Heights? And we'd see Jimmy Smith walk in and it would, it would make us good all happy.
0: Good morning, you snobby. Yeah,
1: I like that part of the trailer. <laughs> Jimmy <laughs>
0: Smith. Jimmy Brickin' Smith. He's, uh, has it been confirmed that he's in Cassian? I think so, know?
1: yeah. I think it has been.
0: Fuck! <laughs> yes!
2: Tony, is he Thank in you. the West Wing reunion?
0: No. Oh, okay. man.
2: Oh, I'm mad. I'm furious. Um,
0: oh, man. Hey, so we should talk about the movie... That I gathered, you boys here to talk about. But first, we oh. actually should talk about something. What? <laughs> to get our reactions on record because we haven't had a time to discuss the fact that Electro is in Spider-Man Three, <laughs> <laughs> and so it's Doctor Strange.
1: It's some, and, and yeah, it's some wild news, and Sam Raimi, director of the first three Spider-Man movies, uh, is most, directing... of,
0: most importantly, director of Oz, The Great and Powerful, which I'm sure will play in somehow.
1: <laughs> He'll probably play in, for sure. Well, it's he clearly knows... Right,
0: right, right.
2: And it's about a wizard.
0: It's about a wizard? <laughs> he's directed a wizard film before.
1: That's true. So he's yeah. not
2: directing Spider-Man 3, he's, well, he's directing... He's <laughs>
1: directing the Doctor Strange movie, which comes out before Spider-Man 3? Or immediately uh, after?
0: Uh, after. After after after. Because they because Sony's shoving Spider Man into twenty twenty two, even though there's four other Marvel movies that year. Three, three. There's gonna be four total Marvel movies in twenty twenty two. Amazing. three in 2021 and three series next year and four in 2022 and again
2: that is the plan that is the plan as of october 12th 2020
0: it will change yeah. well so, yeah jpeg's gonna be like throw it all out streaming and it comes out tomorrow fuck you
1: there have been some iconic spider-man villains brought to the screen uh-huh. I mean, willem defoe's green goblin yes. is incredible yeah. incredible uh, Alfred Molina's Doc Ock straight, like you're pulling the comic liar. books out onto yeah. the pay, onto the screen. James for, Franco's Green Goblin too. It's fine. Man the man, man is not bad. The man bad is not, not horrible.
0: Venom is uh, exist right now. You could bring that so, Venom in because Tom Hardy Venom. Tom Hardy is
1: a, that is a good performance. The Topher Grace one, I will say that is a pretty. That's pretty bad.
0: That's not it, pretty good. Yeah, whatever. But Topher but Grace
1: you, as Eddie Brock is pretty good. But Topher Grace as Venom, whenever he's all weird and Venom-y, that's sure. pretty
0: bad. You also have Morbius. You you have existing villains around, mm-hmm. and then you oh, have right. like even the villain and so the first but, Amazing Spider Man is holy shit. I don't remember. Who is the other?
1: It's the lizard.
0: The lizard. That's right.
1: So, but. as the rhino. Okay, so yes, iconic. That is actually a really good. So, my my point is. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. One more. Let me me just say this. Hold on. on.
0: The other Green Goblin is iconic as well because he's so insane looking. I think the person they picked is arguably the In Amazing Spider Man 2 the least iconic villain that's been in a Marvel movie or in a Spider-Man movie.
1: Electro. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The one that they picked to return is the least interesting and fun performance. Of any of
0: them. It's a demented performance. I think that's like, Iconically
1: bad. Like I, the, the lines from that movie that like I've made fun of with my friends all come from that character. Yeah. Like, It's my birthday, Spider-Man. Time to light my candles. It's such a dumb, bad line.
2: And he's like the worst nerd in the history of depictions of nerds when he's like like a janitor.
0: teeth, and all of that stuff, it's bad. So do we think he's playing like that Electro or do we think he's playing Electro but differently? No, he's playing
2: that Electro.
1: I hope that it's different. I
0: think he's going to do the J. Jonah Jameson thing and be slightly different.
1: I well, mean, here's the thing, the, the J. Jonah Jameson thing, the only difference in that performance is that he doesn't have hair. <laughs> like, the performance is the same.
0: Well, but now he's info y You know, th- they can yeah, twist. But
1: it. Yeah, but it's also been, like, 13 yeah. years. Yeah. I don't know. Sure.
0: I,
2: I think that, like, with J. Jonah Jameson, all of the fans were, like, fan casting. And they were like, I mean, no one can possibly do it better. Right. So they brought him back. This is like, if you want Electro, cast anybody else. But if you're going to cast. If you're going to cast Jamie Foxx, he. Like, there's no reason to cast Jamie Foxx as Electro unless it's the same character.
0: Yeah, like, put Jamie Foxx in something else in Marvel. That would make sense to me. Put him
2: as a different villain in Spider Man 3.
0: That would also be fun. Or just, like, put him as a villain in fucking captain marvel 2 or have him be the villain in the hawkeye show It like it doesn't matter he's a good actor it's just the electro calibration was all off and if he's doing the same performance what are they doing and if he's doing a different performance what are they doing
1: and if they're doing the same like visual design what are they doing that was an yeah. ugly ugly character The blue and like the suit he was wearing in like the final battle—it's just so ugly and bad.
0: But Doctor Strange is in a, and we stand a legend who can't even get a fucking sequel before he shows up in nine other movies as like a side character. It's fine. I mean, Hawkeye is, and Black Widow still don't have their solo projects yet. So you know, it's neither does uh, Wanda. True. Don't remind me. But that one's about to come out and be a masterpiece. Well, right. but
2: but it's not a solo project; it's a
0: yeah,
1: dual project. project. okay?
0: Yeah, yeah. But Falcon and Winter Soldier, I count as wins for both of those boys too. So,
1: mm-hmm. um, hey, um, you know these these Disney. It, it can be a lot of darkness out there, but these uh, Disney Plus shows are like a, a little bit of sunshine in the darkness. Hey, this uh, is something. You know what else is sunshine? Is a movie that I saw. Came out in two thousand seven. It's called Sunshine. <laughs>
0: uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um so we're we're watching Sunshine. That that's my favorite movie for the year two thousand seven. Hey, I'm uh, about to go
2: to I'm about to go to Disney Plus and say, Hey, play it at one hundred percent opacity or whatever they say to the screen, right?
1: Huh? Huh? Right. And right.
0: That works. Hey, who's the production company on this? <laughs> this could show up on Disney Plus.
1: It'd probably be on Hulu though, right?
0: Well, Defo. this is the rumor. Hold on. There's a rumor, the rumor? mill what going about that it may be a bullshit rumor because it would make more sense for stuff to go to Hulu. But there is a rumor that Di- they want to grow Disney Plus even more, which based on actual news that we got today would make a lot of sense. That's and true. there is rumor that they're going to have a portal that you put in like a parental pin into, and there will be more adult content behind that.
1: Could so you. like you put in this code and then all of a sudden you can see a butt in the movie. <laughs> it
0: just shows up in it's titties. It's just a rat <laughs> rabbit titties and that's the entrance. You have like all the control. icons.
1: You've got you've got Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, uh, and- National Geographic, and Pornhub. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that that's what it is. Was I right, Mark?
1: Fox Searchlight. You're right about Pornhub.
0: Yeah, Fox oh. Searchlight. Yeah. Um, so oh, that's right
1: because at the very beginning of the movie it plays the Fox Searchlight logo in reverse, like it starts on the title card and then it reverses it so that it ends on the little sunshine in the distance. Yeah, it's uh, and... good. Yeah, good. The logo is played in reverse. Yep,
0: good stuff. Um, so, Sunshine, have you boys ever seen this film before?
1: Not until last night.
0: Marcus? I know you've seen it before. We yeah, watched I watched it film
2: for Film Club in college. I remember where I was. I was in uh, your dorm, sophomore year. Oh, yeah. When you would put I, that oh, TV in, like, the uh, that random spare room.
0: Yep. Uh, yep, there was a spare room. I was an RA, and I commandeered it for a movie room for my friends. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this movie's good. This movie is our second... Danny Boyle movie that we're covering, but like on top of that, it is our second see, Alex
1: Murphy.
0: Uh third Killian Murphy, my kill
1: Oh oh Batman.
0: Yeah. Batman. Um but it's also our second Alex Garland Danny Boyle movie, because Alex Garland is, wrote Twenty Eight Days Later and wrote our, this. Movie.
1: It is our second Danny Boyle, Alex Garland Killian Murphy movie.
0: Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Um, Probably our last.
1: (laughs) Do they team up again? They do not
0: team up again, which is something that I was actually thinking about watching this movie is, oh my god, they should team up together, but Alex Garland is directing now, so anything he writes, he'll probably handle. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would rather Danny Boyle go into this sci-fi stuff than make Yesterday again, which I well, It's still bizarre that he made that film.
2: After this movie, Danny Boyle said, "No more sci-fi."
0: That is true. That is true. Like, no, uh, he like,
2: he actually said that out
0: loud to someone. Oh, oh. really?
2: Yeah. that's that sucks. Looks.
0: Is
1: is yesterday sci-fi?
0: It is no. actually. Well, mm, is there science? Sci-fi? I okay. think
1: that there's like a if... phony fantasy science where like a lightning storm makes everyone forget about the Beatles. <laughs>
0: it is it is fantasy yeah. in the style of twilight zone for sure
2: it's like a like a romantic fantasy movie
0: yeah um that's interesting that he said that um this is not going to be the last no. any Boyle movie we cover no it, i
1: really liked 127 hours in 2010
0: so we'll and it. uh he won best director at the oscars and best picture
1: it uh, for slum dog millionaire slum dog uh, millionaire
0: um it also maybe pff, shit <laughs> steve jobs is going to be the one we don't cover but steve jobs is an interesting movie and not that bad i like bonus,
1: it a lot Ricky. i haven't seen it
0: it's in 2015 there's a billion things that come out that yeah.
1: year We'll we'll also we'll discuss, we'll discuss this um often.
0: But it might also not be our last Alex Garland movie because we're all pretty big fans of uh, Ex Machina. So I like Annihilation
1: a lot too. Annihilation. I need, I need to watch his series. Have yeah. you watched his um,
0: series?
1: His
2: series is really good.
0: Mark has yelled at us nine hundred times right. to watch it, and <laughs> we have it. Yeah. Um. But so I just find that kind of interesting that you know we've we've touched on. The, both of these guys before and i think them working as a duo is really really strong i think they're good there i think so i think i think there's this like human element to the sci-fi that is really strong so i guess we should talk loosely what it's about basically the sun is dying and all these scientists are on a mission to reignite the sun. There was a mission that went before them.
1: That was they the Icarus, lost... Icarus one
0: Icarus one they are Icarus two. they uh lost all contact with Icarus one. they get close to the sun
1: a little too close to the sun if you ask me wink,
0: wink. Um, and then the Icarus one um like it shows up and they're like okay we need to go check it out they check it out shit goes wrong everybody dies or most everyone dies then a slasher it becomes a slasher movie yeah and the the former captain of the previous ship um has become a religious fanatic and um Kills people because he thinks um, humanity should be left to die because that is God's yeah. will. And um, then they shoot a bomb into the sun and it, uh, the movie ends. on a happy note, um,
1: I, I think the first thing it doesn't you. on a happy note, I laughed at first, but like the ending is really helpful. So, helpful honestly, it's, it's a really cool just moment where where like the i I guess it's the wife or sister of the killian murphy sister and she's with her kids and they're outside and she gets the phone call like hey if you're seeing this if you if you've noticed a day where like the weather is good again i guess that means it worked and then they walk out and the sun just like explodes into sunshine It's beautiful and it's like the birds are chirping. And then the
0: fucking reveal of the Sydney Opera House. So you realize this snow covered area that you've been seeing was Australia. And so it's so effective. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I love the ending of this movie. I find it really like gorgeous. And I think it's
1: that moment is my favorite moment of the film for sure is is when the the sun just explodes onto the earth and it's like, hey, they did it. Good job, guys.
0: <laughs> so the first thing with this movie is you just have to accept that throwing a bomb into the sun will work. Because th- that started, and I was watching it with my wife. Um, Borat 2 has not come out yet. I cannot be the voice. Did you, uh, did you kill your wife? Uh, guys,
2: I, th- I don't care.
0: Um, so I was watching it with her, and she looked over and was like, so they're going to put a bomb in the sun, and I was like, listen, you just have to accept that will work, and then you will enjoy the rest of the movie. If you get hung up on that one plot detail, then, like, it, the the movie's not going to work as well for you. Um, but, but a lot of the yeah. movie really feels... Saying standard doesn't feel correct, because I still think it's a pretty well-done version of it, but it feels kind of like that typical trope of, like, they're on a spaceship, shit's going bad. Um,
2: yeah, I mean, I watch this pretty like uh, I just watched Aliens. Yeah, uh, I watched The Abyss. I'm on like a James Cameron movie you kick, but and More. it it feels very like they're they're trapped alone and something's trying to kill them.
0: Uh-huh. Well, but but to begin with, nothing is like purposely yeah. trying yeah. to kill them. They they like mess up, and their ship starts going wrong. And I think yes. the reason it... why it works is all the performances are so strong and like realized that, that it, it's just kind of enjoyable to watch these good actors kind of do this mm-hmm. stuff. Um, especially yeah,
2: I, like I guess it it like ends with Alien, but it starts with like Apollo Eleven you know what exactly.
0: i mean exactly yeah okay, yes well like at That's first it's
2: like right. it's an astronaut movie and like the tech is going wrong and they like venture yeah. off course to save also, someone else
1: it's yeah. a bit of armageddon because they're on like this impossible almost suicide mission to save the planet so right. like you've it's armageddon into apollo 11 into alien right but uh, it's but alien is also like i don't know friday the 13th some slasher like it's it, alien it, a slasher it, it, yeah, I guess it kind of is. Alien
0: yeah. is Alien is a slasher, but yeah. this, I mean, he's so, like, disfigured and stuff that it feels like a Michael Myers or right. Jason Voorhees type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, I mean, I think it, God, the performances in this are so good and the arguments in it are so good. It's a lot of, like, a lot of people having conversations about what's good for... For humanity versus what's good for the people in the
1: room. Yeah, type they're constantly business. doing the um the trolley problem just in like different constantly. ways. Yeah.
0: It, and it's really fascinating and you believe everyone making the decisions that they do. Um, Chris mm-hmm. Evans so I don't know if you guys remember when Chris Evans got cast as Captain America but there was a lot of skepticism because I think a lot of people hadn't uh, I, mostly,
1: I mostly knew him as Human Torch, and that's like a cocky, different type right. of superhero. And then I guess people knew him from Scott Pilgrim, which I from hadn't seen S- yet at the time.
0: Scott Pilgrim or Not Another Team Movie, which are good performances, but they're very heightened comedic.
1: Mm-hmm. This and not movie- at all the like sincere Captain America. Absolutely. Yeah. and
0: Captain America is a great performance and it continues to be a great performance but i think watching this movie and knives out and snowpiercer and other things he's done but this was the first one that i saw you're like oh shit he is a really good actor yeah <laughs> like chris evans really good um, yeah i just
1: like believe him and that he's like so i mean he plays like a guy it's not too He's not as like cheery as Captain America, I guess, but he's as like focused on the mission at hand and that's yeah. like I don't know. But he's
0: he's a bit more of an asshole without being an overt asshole, which I right. think is a very good call for how this mm-hmm. this character is is yeah, drawn. He's like
1: the asshole for the greater good. Like he's like I don't care about your feelings or even I don't even really care about your life as much as I care about like taking the mission to term. And like saving the planet, like saving mankind. Like we're gonna yeah. see this thing through. Um Yeah, so it's like really abrasive and asshole, but like heroic in a way. Like he's like he's saving the planet. Like he's right. he's gonna do the mission. I think Gillian
0: Murphy's really good in this as kind of like the weirdo physicist. Um he he's kind so, of
1: so weird to see him in a leading man role.
0: I know, yeah, but I mean, it's he's... like He's good. Like he's not bad.
1: He is. Yeah.
2: Um. Um. Yeah. He's like not playing a psycho for once, which is weird, especially after seeing, like that man.
0: Right. Um. Michelle Yeoh, I think, is so good in this. Her scene with the plants is. I don't know. Every yeah. everyone's good at it. I don't have to review everyone, but like.
2: I but... I felt at times like there were too many characters for all of them to be like fully developed enough.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: There's uh, one man was he the captain?
0: I no, think it was the he captain took...
1: that I didn't really care about
0: the was it the Asian guy?
1: Yeah. Okay. Not Benedict Wong.
0: Right. Yes. Um Hiro Yuki Sonata. Um I like him. It's like the first mate guy who uh, is also the one actor that I didn't recognize. Right. He's the, he's the one that I didn't like fully clump onto. But
1: he I didn't was... like, latch onto him, but he was like a he was good structurally to be like this uh obstacle for them fulfilling their
0: the one who was like I order you to save me. Like th- that yeah. moment is. Uh, oh yeah. yeah I love that guy? Yeah. So he he's he's actually pretty good at it. So this this movie I am always scared. I love it. Like, I do love this movie. You know, I've seen it probably three or four times. Um, I love it because it scratches a lot of bitches for me. It's sci-fi. Um, you know, it's all these good actors. It's really grappling with some big things. And it's also a little bit of a horror movie, but I'm very careful now when I try and tell people about it. Because if you tell people uh, it's a horror movie and they go in expecting like a horror movie for Spooky Season, they're going to be insanely Uh, disappointed. And because I always misremember the horror being more prevalent than it actually is um because it's really only a certain section of the movie and i think there's some I horrific ideas it plays with but it's it's not a out and out horror movie until yeah. towards the
1: end it's a suspenseful it's not really a thriller i don't know but it, it is our our just, we've talked about thrillers as a genre right. as being kind of loose and like what does it, it even is. mean because it's, the movie is thrilling, it, you know? it's. It, this
0: would probably be considered a sci-fi thriller, but, like, it also makes sense that this movie didn't fucking make any money, you know? Like, this, you can't peg this movie really easily. Well,
2: and you definitely can't advertise the horror parts of this movie, because it's mm-mm. kind yeah. of a spoiler. Very and if you so. do
0: advertise it, you disappoint everybody watching the first hour and ten minutes yeah. of it. Uh-huh.
1: So another thing I don't know how they marketed this movie I haven't looked into it and maybe I should have before we started recording but on Letterboxd the like artwork they choose for the banner is insane like have you seen it? No, I didn't pay attention to it. Go look at it right now. It's Folded basically it like all the cast walking towards the camera with like a big—it's the sun, but it looks like just a big explosion behind them. Oh and yeah, I've this like
0: seen this artwork. Yeah,
1: poorly like photoshopped together. I'm wondering if they tried to like pitch this as like some kind of an A-team Armageddon thing in like their marketing.
2: I mean, probably.
1: Which that, like, like, would I mean, disappoint me if I was like expecting to see that and i got like this kind of a downer dour movie i don't know it Comparing
2: is armageddon is probably especially like in plot it's the closest but it's also yeah. like humorless and like dry and not really an action movie at all like
0: you talk and about also... a lot
2: of explosions but like really no explosions until the end like
0: yeah
2: when it's it explodes it's a horror movie at that point
0: yeah, there's yeah. some explosions like on the ship when like all the plants die and stuff. Yeah, when the around.
1: Uh, when the airlock chamber breaks off and they've got to yeah. like they've got to like fly across. Yeah. That's a really cool fun sequence. And so, a poor guy who just gets like who drifts off. Oh, into space. Yeah, and
0: he breaks. So, <sighs> believe it or not. When Mark and I watched this for Film Club, and when we went to our Film Club meeting, a lot of people fixated on how realistic this movie was, which is what? not the fucking point.
1: But were they saying it was very realistic or that it wasn't? No. <laughs> Okay, I was they were like, say, no,
0: you would actually explode and wouldn't be able to do that. And I was like, also, uh-huh, You I
1: wouldn't don't be care. walking on a fucking spaceship. You would be floating around.
0: Well, zero gravity. Uh, like, uh, or gravity. You can well, do that stuff on spaceships. I
2: mean, there are ways, but, but they don't ever. Ex- well, I mean, like, you could, like, spin it and use centrifugal force or something like yeah. that. But they don't ever address how they're doing that. And it, like, it doesn't seem big enough to be spinning and getting centrifugal force like that.
0: But also, like, I I don't know, they don't float around in Alien. Like, you just assume it's the future they figured it out. Well, Alien
2: is, like, a hundred years into the future. This is, like, 50 years into the future. Like, I think that... Well, they were... Well, I mean, your point of, like, it doesn't matter, it's a movie, you have to give it it some license, is, like, pretty fair. (laughs) But also, like, they... Uh, they, like, intentionally set this movie, like, 50 years in the future, where it's, like, far enough in the future that, like, it's recognizable, but all of the right. new tech, you're like, oh, that makes
0: sense. It's been a long time. Right, yeah. right, right. That makes sense.
1: I like that they have, like, a garden in their spaceship to, like... It's really smart. The- yeah, that's, that, cool. that's
0: That's a really cool piece of like and do i know if the science checks out no but you explain that idea to me and i'm like that makes a certain amount of sense cool Mm -hmm. it has some kind of stakes it really leads to the like when it burns we have enough oxygen for this amount of people or yeah Yeah. like that's all really cool
1: i want to talk a little bit about like some stylistic choices Danny oh Blow you mean
0: makes. the danny boyle part of this movie
1: <laughs> yeah so it's, it's not so similar to later boyle but it's very similar to 28 days yeah. later boyle like the flashes yeah. that happen throughout yes like particularly when they're they they board the icarus one so there's yeah. a part of the movie where they enter the old spaceship because they want to get another bomb so they have yeah. another chance at succeeding basically yeah. um and you get all the flashes of the old crew, I think, is what it is. It's, yes, full- it's,
0: it's, it's the picture. It's the Christmas yeah. picture that's also <gasps> on the Icarus 2, but it's the Icarus mm-hmm. 1 people. Yeah. And you're getting like... Um,
1: it's, it's unsettling. Classic,
2: like- it's every time the flashlight hits the camera, it's like a super fast flash of something yeah. where you don't really recognize it the first time, and you're like, what yeah, was I, that? And it happens enough times that <laughs> you, it like you you can kind of get more of a picture. I thought...
0: Yeah. I thought that it was just a picture of Pinbacker Becker at first. Uh, well, he is the guy he's you in it. see, but it's, in it. it's all of them, yeah.
1: So the first time it happened, I like paused on my laptop because I was watching it on my laptop in bed last night. And I like went back and I, I thought something was wrong with my laptop or like yeah. something happened with the stream. And I went back yeah. to like play it through again and see if it happened again. I was like, that's weird. I guess I'll just keep going. And then it kept yeah. happening throughout the sequence. But.
0: Well, and similar to that towards the end, there's this weird part where you think your DVD skips, or at least I did. Cause I was watching it on DVD yeah. where right. the, the fight at the end, there's like a weird yeah, kind of like weird. pause. and jump. That's a very Danny Boyle thing. And I don't know that I, it's weird because I like a lot of the movies he makes, but I don't know that I necessarily always love all of his stylistic choices. But it kind of uh, works because it's just like, it's unsettling. You don't know what is happening in that moment. The characters don't know what's happening in that moment. It does create some uneasiness.
2: Don't they talk at one point about like when you get close enough to the sun, like reality and time and space start to warp?
0: Yes, which is why Cliff Curtis starts, like, staring at it. That gets introduced very early. And then when, you know, when Pinback or Mark Strong, when we're introduced to him, he is someone. Man, uh, so I, I, I talked about this in the monologue, but this just really hits the spot for me of the movies that are, like, about space, but also about religion, Sub genre that I seem to really, really love, which it's it's this, it's um, it's Ad Astra, it's um, Prometheus, twenty eight days later is not in space, or not twenty eight days later. Children of Men, Children of Men is not in space, but that was the movie I was alluding Mm -hmm. to. Also, I mean that one is a Jesus story, like I mean it is the like birth of Jesus story basically. Um, uh, allegorically, it's you know it's not one for one, yeah. obviously, but I I like things that really touch on this and the idea of this guy who becomes a religious fanatic because he basically thinks he sees the face of God by staring into the sun, and he believes you no, know, it's God's will for humanity to be destroyed, which is yeah. why the sun is dying, and these Man, scientists are coming up? to just it and to me the message is like it I don't know there's just because something is going wrong doesn't mean we have to sit and accept it it's not necessarily yeah. quote unquote God's will for us to accept it we sometimes have to take action sometimes that's what's desired sitting there and letting people suffer is not necessarily God's will I don't know I, I yeah, love the it, like, it, 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 the you like... Stuff that it touches on it's great
1: you have like a a, a baby, and you yeah. just like let it sit there, and you don't intervene, and you don't do anything. The baby's gonna die, right? But that doesn't mean it's like the will of God. I mean, it's it it's, it's like you a gotta sin. intervene. You gotta feed the baby. It's, it's like a sin of a
0: inaction thing. I don't know. It's a, again, yeah. I loved Ad Astra so much last year, and that's a movie where like it's about traveling to the end of the earth and discovering a god who doesn't care about you and just wants you, like, he's doing his own thing. I Which don't also, care! Well, yeah, because it yeah, is it's... Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's also the Prometheus idea is, like, what if God created you as an experiment and you're ultimately like, disposable? I don't know. Damon mm-hmm. Lindelof, man. Hey, uh-huh. uh,
1: this talk is really making me want Martin Scorsese to do a space movie.
0: Scorsese should do a space movie. Everybody should make their one space movie. It's kind yeah, of absolutely. Like... So no, 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 it no, no, already, yeah,
1: what is that a big deal? It's Solaris. Solaris,
0: which you guys oh, have not watched haven't and Solaris it. is I fucking love Solaris. I want you guys to watch it. I know, you know it's like that. I need to rewatch it it's it's but on my it, shelf over there. It wow. is so much fucking weirder than you expect it to be. It is also what? why
2: this movie had trouble getting funding
0: because it was a bomb <laughs> throw it into the sun because it was a bomb uh hey that's
1: a good sunshine joke
0: it is so but mark it was like directly related to um sunshine having trouble yeah
1: interesting um i also would like wes anderson to make a space movie and you know, it'd be cute as hell and the uniforms would be colorful and hey cute
0: uh, you say that isn't Linklater literally making a space movie right he now? He is. Yeah, he's, he's not filming, barely we roll along.
1: Yeah, he's making one. It's like this blended uh animation meets um Yeah, that's right. Uh live action. Oh, so, right. who framed Roger Rabbit in space directed by Richard Linklater?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm into it.
1: Good. It. I think it's about kids' imagination while, like, the space race is going on in, like, 1969. I think it's, like, children in Austin, Texas thinking about space.
0: That sounds really good. Yeah. Um, so, um, I don't, like, I, I, this this movie, I think, just, just grappling with those big ideas, touching on horror, touching on, like, those, like, human decisions it just i don't know it 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 hits it hits me really hard and the the ultimate triumph i think that's why space movies work for me a lot of times is because like there's there's often a like happy ending of where like humanity has triumphed and has succeeded and has made the world better i don't know look to the stars
1: the land of the freaking moon first man
0: is pretty good. Wasn't good. my favorite, but it's pretty good. Um see
2: I like space movies because space is freaking cool.
0: Space yeah. is
1: freaking cool. I like Mark, Star Wars. Have you seen Star Wars? Okay,
0: well um, that's different. That's sorry, a fantasy movie.
2: Are the stars at war with each other?
0: Yeah, that seems dumb. Yes. Um, I've seen
2: the one where the stars go on a trek.
1: Okay. Oh,
0: great. Mark, um, are you gonna watch the right stuff?
2: Sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like okay. the,
2: the 80s movie, you mean?
0: I meant yeah, the Disney Plus the show. Right
2: stuff. Oh, oh! I am definitely watching that HBO show. One hundred percent.
0: You idiot. Not on the HBO. The, Sorry. The, the no, no. The, the Nat Geo Plus. show.
2: The Nat Geo show. Yes.
0: Yes. It's on Disney Plus right now. Every episode, I think.
2: It
1: is?
0: Uh, yes. It came out this past right. weekend.
2: Uh, you can follow me
0: on Instagram and Twitter, Rad. <laughs> okay, 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 yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's that Netflix documentary that's about the space race thing. Like, it's a documentary show that's supposedly really good. Um, space Office School is cool. I was at Epcot yesterday, so I'm really feeling, like, uh y and uh, happy about space. You guys know that, like, I I could go see some rocket launches? I'm, like, so close to Cape oh, Canaveral. Oh,
1: close, yeah. Yeah.
0: They filmed the right stuff show like really near here because it's close to where the rocket launches are.
1: Did they film Men in Black Three there as well?
0: Um, no shit. I think yes. I think they filmed that scene Probably here. Um, I
2: also remember that they filmed the uh, the NBA playoffs there.
0: AOL that did happen. Go Lakers, Laker hey. Nation.
1: Uh, Los Angeles went crazy last night and 78 people got arrested. Uh, It was crazier than the Black Lives Matter riots ever got. And hadn't heard anyone talk about it much.
0: Well, what's, what's also funny too is like, It went crazy in L.A., obviously, because the Lakers won. But at the same time, it was being played at Disney World. And And I was there yesterday. (laughs) I had no idea anything was happening. I was like, oh, Elsa, they're celebrating Elsa. I didn't know that the uh, basketball was going on. I didn't know
1: anything was happening because I'm a bad Angelino and I wasn't watching the game I was filling up my wife's car with gas so she would have gas today uh, and huh, your was, wife has
2: gas? <laughs> oh my god that's so funny!
0: <laughs> Got um, his ass.
1: Fuck <laughs> you okay? <laughs> my wife does not have gas and the fact that you would say that wow. is is so offensive to me. Um, so
2: Chad you can say that I, uh, if you, if you said I did not fill up my car, I don't know. I was trying <laughs> to make up uh, I, I, I don't my hear. wife, but I did not fill my Look. wife's car up with gas.
0: Gross.
1: <laughs> I went down to a gas station on like a, uh-huh. it was a busy intersection on sunset. And then I tried to pull out to go back home and someone was doing donut. Like there was several cars just like shredding their car. they like, uh, spinning out. That's the word I'm looking for. Their wheels were shredding, and it was—I could smell the burnt rubber. It was crazy. I couldn't get home, and I was very scared. I didn't know what was happening. Um, that's my story. That's all. That's how I found out that the Lakers won was from that.
0: <laughs> Great.
1: I found uh, out because Mark texted us. So Cape, Cape check. <laughs> uh,
2: I, I found out because I watched the first quarter of that game, and they were down by like thirty points. So I
1: holy shit. turned
2: it off um i watched i mean i had it on mute as i watched the so, a blake check live stream
0: yeah i watched that laying in bed night. Like,
2: i'm not only a jock is what i'm trying to say
1: i think oh. the listeners of the best picture podcast probably know you're not just probably a- know, you know that you're a, not you, you would
2: hope so but there were some weeks where i didn't watch any movies because i watched sports so i had to right. i had to remind them
1: Mark, I can't wait. I don't think that's an issue.
0: <laughs> I can't wait till next summer when we're all insufferable because the Olympics are going on. <laughs> because, like, I get into the Olympics. Mark likes having sports on. Really I get
1: into the Olympics. Olympics. I like well, the gymnastics. They, I just l- love watching a person do that incredible, like, flip a million times in the year. That's awesome. I love it's that. It's pretty cool.
0: I like. Is skateboarding, is skateboarding, I think skateboarding is yeah, in there this year. Yeah. Hell uh, yeah. yeah. I like archery. I like, there's so many good things. I don't the know.
1: I like uh, curling. That's always yeah. fun to watch.
0: I like field hockey a lot. Um,
2: somehow I always end up watching, like, the, uh, the
0: cute, lots of cute girls on it.
2: Yes, of course. Also, uh, beach volleyball for that same reason. Uh, 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 yep. Somehow I always end up watching the 100-kilometer bike race uh
0: because it's on for fucking nine it, days
2: it is uh but i usually watch a lot of it weirdly
0: right i mean it's straight up like yeah let, let's all get to su- like what else do we have you know let's all get into the olympics so we hard have summer, summer 2021
1: will have some movies i hope <laughs>
0: I fucking hope. But yeah, Mark's right. Three MCU movies, no. fucking 90 other huge blockbusters. Go into the is movies. Is that next out yet? No, that's, no,
1: 2022. that's
0: 2022. Got yeah. pushed back. Um, So one last thing I want to talk about with Sunshine is I am not necessarily... A music expert when it comes to movies i appreciate a good score but i don't necessarily recognize it as much as a lot of people do um but the song in this movie is so fucking iconic and such a good piece of music um i, d- I don't know how to describe it without like making Noises. We'll make the noises, please. But, but I also don't really. I can't do. it. I would now.
1: like for you to make the noises because I don't remember. Cody, I
2: don't I also, know what song you are talking about.
0: <sighs> so, so it plays kind of at the end, and it plays once in the middle too. It's called a Adag- adagio, adagio, probably adagio in D minor. They use it in so many movie trailers. Like it's been repurposed a lot in movie trailers like it was used in the man of steel trailer which i don't know if you guys remember that it's trailer
1: a good from. trailer it made that good movie look trailer. like it was going to be the best movie ever made
0: truly exactly and it's like an iconic piece of music chad may drop a little bit of it here
1: um oh, let me write it down okay
0: <laughs> i thought that would be an easy insinuation but then <laughs> <laughs> um, but Chad was fully leaned back, eating a fucking piece of bread.
1: Yeah, my wife brought me. I didn't go My wife. She brought me a salad, um, uh-huh. and there's a bread, piece of bread on top. So I'm eating the bread. I'll eat the salad when we're off the air.
0: Right. Um, okay. So, so maybe, maybe Chad will drop the music here, um, okay.
2: or maybe he'll cut out the past couple minutes.
1: <laughs> no, it's fine. We're authentic but, here on the Best Pictures. We're authentic.
0: Um, yeah, so it's an iconic piece of music. I'll play it for you boys after, right after we well,
1: end. Sing the song so I can know which one Dude, to find. I
0: can't do it right now because my brain's not even
1: like. I need a thing to know like how to search for it. How am I going to know how to search for it if I can't hear it? Because I, just... I
0: can tell you the name of it. Okay. Um, I'll well, find it. It's
1: fine. Whatever. Well, I, I just think. It,
0: well, and and I think it's just like it's just so iconic, and you hear it and you get really like pumped up here it is
1: bum, bum, bum. okay this
0: is a google fly this is a google fly trailer which I guess is like burger fly but google okay, shut up
2: yeah because everyone knows what burger fly is
0: shut up shut up on the comments it says the last dance brought me here so maybe they used this in the last dance trailer you guys hear it's just like that
1: yeah oh, yeah. yeah yeah okay, okay. okay. yeah
0: um it just like it's kind of a piece of music. If I sit and listen to it so much, it feels like so triumphant and swelling that it would like maybe make me cry just sitting and listening to it. We only played ten seconds of it, and I made noises during. So that is fair use.
1: Um, <laughs> um we're not making money on this podcast. It's fine.
0: It's fine. Who cares? What are they gonna do? Take our podcast away? We'll start to- a new one. They're too busy listening to Conan or Dax Shepard. They're never going to get to our What's podcast. Our
1: Michelle Joe Obama. Rogan.
0: Michelle Obama. They're listening to Alec Baldwin. They're listening to Rob Lowe. Who are other celebrities who Joe just started a
2: podcast?
0: Joe Rogan. Yeah, he's not just a He just start
2: Rogan. a podcast.
0: Yeah, he's the had a I podcast started. for nine. Years. I'm talking about the people who were like, "Oh, there's a ton of money in podcasting." Well, will me... Ferrell
1: had one for a minute. He did the Ron Burgundy podcast. That's true. Uh, oh,
2: all the he has fucking... a whole podcast studio. Yeah, like bro, uh, damn. he like iHeartRadio gave him a whole label.
0: Um, there's also every fucking cast member of The Office will have some show about The Office at some yeah. point. Yeah, there's
2: also a Community Two. show with Bill yeah. McDale. Yeah.
0: Yes. Oh, and right. uh, yeah. And then, oh, Zach Braff and Donald Faison have a Scrubs podcast.
1: So our point is yeah, we use the fucking Sunshine song. You got a problem with it? Podcast couldn't, police? Couldn't, <laughs> you put it up, Zach, take it up with Joel McHale.
0: When <laughs> take Zach, it up with Florence Pugh.
2: I thought you meant Zach Brown from the Zach Brown band and him and Donald face and I was like, <laughs> what are they doing
1: together? Oh, like, God. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a, a good pairing.
2: Life is a um, vanilla dress with that. fuck.
0: Idiot. Toes. Chicken fried. Those are Zach Brown band songs are good. Got my toes in the wall. Yeah, I know. Half what in the sand. That's a good song. It's it's funny when on Super Country Radio where they say toes in the water, toes
1: in the sand, and you're like, and they, man, I don't they, know
0: where this guy's standing, but it is fucked
1: up. And then they <laughs> censor out PBR at the end of the song too. Do they really? Yeah, it's like uh, something a PBR on the way. Life is good today, but they they bleep out PBR. I don't know. If that's because of the- the branding, or if it's because can't have Zach Brown drinking beer. I don't know which it's one of
0: those. The CPR branding. on the way. <laughs> I don't know.
1: It's not song <laughs> about a dead person now, or yeah. a dying person on the beach.
0: Oh, shit. What Guys, were we it talking is
1: about? It's
2: getting hot in my apartment, and there's a baseball
1: it's game hot in here. Oh, to turn right. on. Uh, so uh, should we vote? We should no. talk about the capes in the movie. So 50 50 can I enjoy. try? I haven't looked at your cape check on the document this week. Okay. I would like to name all the superheroes in this movie, because there's a lot.
0: You're not gonna do it, but go. Okay, so well, Chris hold Evans. On. Let's do uh, alumni first. I, alumni you just, first.
2: We just took the can we do capes battle. first? Oh, can, can me and Chad go back and forth with capes?
0: Okay, I just wanted to say the alumni real quick. It's Michelle Yeoh, Benedict Wong, Chris Evans, Killian Murphy, Danny Boyle. Yeah. Okay. Cape okay. check. Yo.
1: So Chris Evans as Captain America
0: correct mark Let did mark you want to
1: go back and forth yeah uh,
2: can i go with with benedict long from uh dr strange,
0: Doctor
1: strange? And Game, yeah
0: Yep. okay Next.
1: so you've got killian murphy scarecrow from batman
0: correct mark
2: um mark strong i think yes. is in shazam
1: he is the
0: villain in Shazam. He is also the villain in Green Lantern. Um, he is Sinestro Ooh. in Green Lantern. He is also in Kingsman, which is a comic book adaptation, but it is not superheroes. So it does not count. Also,
2: get him confused with whatever the guy from Ant Man One's name is. The uh, that's
0: um, Corey Stoll. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So good pull, Mark. That was the one. I don't think I would have been able to get. So uh, Rose Bob Byrne. Bob. Is CIA FBI lady from Oregon's
0: Tagger in X Men First Class? Yes. Oh. And
1: she's also in Age of Apocalypse.
0: Oh, fuck. Forgot about that. Mm-hmm. But you're right. She is. She, she is. does reprise her role. Boy. Uh-huh. But she so
1: reprises bad. her role with amnesia. She does not remember the events of the previous film. Right. Because
0: they wipe her mind at yes. the end of. Okay. Mark? Um, there's at least. There's two more. Okay, uh, I can
1: I can name another out. one. Okay, okay. So I'm pretty sure Michelle Yeoh is in Agents of Shield.
0: No, no, Dad, you are thinking of Ming Da Wen. Okay, I've is... not
1: watched uh, Agents yeah. of Shield. Michelle Yeoh is in something superhero though. She's she definitely is in one.
0: Guardians of, them. of the Galaxy Volume Two. She, she is? is one. She is one when they show all the other people who knew Yondu. She is one of one of those. the
1: Ravager yes. folks. Got yep. it.
0: Yep. Cool.
1: Okay. Yep. Who's Who's the last one?
0: Wait, 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 wait.
1: Uh, It's the Cur- it's the Curtis guy, right?
0: Nope. Cliff Curtis yeah. is in Hobbs and Shaw and will be in all four Avatar sequels. But, but he's, hey. not a, he's
1: not in. He's not. I saw his face and I was like, oh, he's gonna be on Cape Check. But what is he in? He's not in anything.
0: No, hold on. You may know him from is he he is he the guy who's in Fear of the Walking Dead? Yes, he I is. But I've
1: not watched it other than the first well, I did watch the first season actually.
0: Um came out. So yeah, well, he's in a characterization kind of. Yeah, but not superhero. You may know him from Doctor Sleep or The Meg.
1: I do. Uh, I do know him from Doctor Sleep, not The Meg though.
0: He is in The Last Airbender. Oh, shit. I missed one. Okay, so yes, okay. Cliff Curtis. Uh, he is in a Chris Evans vehicle, which is... I forgot Chris Evans has Push. been in three superhero franchises. And yes, it is Push. A movie I love. Um, yeah. Push is good. Okay, so there still is one more. So basically, everyone other... Everyone except the guy I didn't recognize has <laughs> been in superhero movies. Insanity. So there's one more. Who's the last one? Hiro Yuki Sonata. It, you know, the captain yeah. in this. He is the guy who Hawkeye kills in Avengers oh! Endgame. Oh,
2: wait. I actually did look that up.
0: Yeah. I forgot. That's amazing. He has a one scene. It's a good scene, but he has a one yeah. scene appearance in Avengers Endgame. Um, yep, that's Cape Check. But, uh, this is a fun one because it is basically it's, everybody. Everyone
1: except one person. Yeah, that person must be like fuck. <laughs> um, okay, it was my superhero <laughs> career. I'm I was right. in Sunshine.
0: <laughs> um. So this movie made thirty-two million dollars on a forty thirty-two dollars. I always do that. Thirty-two million dollars on a forty million dollar budget. That's what we in the business call a failure. Um. Yeah. But again, like we discussed, this movie is so weird that it makes sense that it was hard to market or do anything with. Uh, it's got a 76% of Rotten Tomatoes, a 3.2 on Letterboxd. That seems to make sense. Um, even based on our ratings of the movies. I yeah. had a really high. Mark was in the middle. Chad was slightly lower. Um, any final thing you guys want to say about Sunshine?
2: I mean, I I think it's good. The it really does kind of lose me with the pinbacker thing, because like he shows up and then he's kind of off screen for a while, and then he like shows back up again, and then he like disappears again. Uh, Yeah,
0: and his arm rips off. That's pretty gnarly.
2: Yeah, his face looks cool
0: face looks cool. He looks scary. He he has a lot of good lines.
2: Yeah, and I mean, like, all of the scenes with him are good. They just feel yeah. out of place. Like, I love the scene where he's in, like, the observation room and it's mm. way too bright to see him fully. So when they catch, like, weird. glimpses of him, it's really cool. It's and, and, and
0: you're right, it feels out of place, but to me, that's somehow the magic of the movie. I don't know. Um, Ch- Chad, any um, final thoughts?
1: Yeah, I agree that it starts to feel a little bit out of place when he shows up, but that scene where you know enough people have died that they have enough oxygen, and Killian Murphy asks um, Icarus to check yeah. the oxygen levels, yeah. in, and she's like, "No, y'all got five people on board," and he's like, "Who? <laughs> Who else
0: is on board?" That's it's a, so the like coming from inside the house yeah, moment. It's a
1: very very good scary moment. Um, very. Good. Yeah. So I I just wanted to give that moment a shout out i guess because i that that was some that was was some good shit
0: so now here's a conversation that's gonna make maybe some people unsubscribe from our podcast is this movie better than there will be blood um (laughs) let's start with chad is this movie better than there will be blood Um, which is our current title holder of the best movie of 2007
1: how are we defining better on this podcast? I feel like it changes every week.
0: It's up to you. you. It is always you vote with your heart. That has yeah, always been the I,
1: I liked watching Sunshine more than I liked watching There Will Be Blood. Yeah, I figure. Okay. Sunshine, I guess. They're I both, think I'm gonna they're, go They're they're both well made. Uh There Will Be Blood is way less my cup of tea, so it's a personal thing. Um yep. I think like I, Paul Thomas Anderson as a filmmaker is more talented, and therefore there's like more fun. There's like a lot of cool stuff on display there, and his style is more appealing to me generally. But I liked this movie more.
0: Gotcha, Mark.
2: I mean, uh, I'm going to vote for there. Will, there will be blood. Mainly so that has to vote. But I, I just feel like the uh, it's more consistent.
0: Yeah. I I will say they have a similar it's not necessarily issue, but they have a similar feature where their last pieces feel different from the movie that has come before. I mean, that's something that we all kind of talked about um, with there will be blood uh, last episode. Um, and Even you, Mark, you, you like that. You like, you know, yeah. how it works in the movie, but I think you agree that it does feel way different than the stuff that's yeah, come before. Does. Um, I am going to go with Sunshine. Um, I just, I I wish I connected to There Will Be Blood a little bit more, but I don't. The performances in both movies are really good, but I feel like I connect to these characters a lot more. They They feel like I can latch on to what they are experiencing, I guess. Um, Because I, too, have been in a ship headed straight towards the sun uh, in order to save the world. So I relate on a personal level. Um, So Sunshine's the best movie of 2007 Um, for now. But we have some pretty strong contenders coming up. Um, Hey, Chad, where can people find you? And what's a movie that you're excited about watching soon?
1: I Have we talked about the movie Freaky yet on here?
0: That comes out in November. I sent you guys a list of movies coming out in the next I two weeks. I saw that,
1: but I'm still just, I'm just excited about Freaky.
0: Okay, you can talk about Freaky yeah. if you want. But yeah, It looks really good. It looks it's funny. Vince Vaughn,
1: the Vince Vaughn plays a little girl. A little girl plays Vince Vaughn. A little girl's mm-hmm. name is... I'm being very, very dismissive by calling her a little girl. Um, her name is Catherine Newton. Catherine she is Newton, detective and she's in incredible. Detective Pikachu. She's detective Pikachu. She is also in White uh, Bird. She is she in Lady Bird quite a few things she's very good and i dismissively called her little girl because i'm a misogynist but she,
0: yeah, she's like maybe four years younger than us
1: <laughs> top she's probably my age um but that movie looks really funny and good and it's from the happy death days guys yep uh looks good looks that's what I do. but you can find me at chad a oliver on instagram and letterboxd
0: mm-hmm. you're still off of twitter Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Mark, where can people find you?
1: Uh, You can
2: find me on Letterboxd, Twitter, and Instagram at WatlingtonMark. Going off this list of movies that are coming out before our next episode drops, I will mention, we've worked up with Chicago 7. Uh, Rebecca is a movie that I need to watch uh, before I watch Rebecca.
1: Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I want to read the book and watch the the hitchcock movie before this movie comes all out. all right so i will talk
0: to you guys about netflix's rebecca in 2021 i guess
1: <laughs> it's not that long of a look
0: i yeah i don't know um, hey what's weird is i'm actually reading uh, i i just picked you know because i'm just i'll cycle through things i'm reading and i'm read a book that people said was really good and it's like on the borderline of like YA and adult, like mystery fiction. And it turns out it's a modern day retelling of Rebecca. And I didn't even know yeah. that going in. And I'm just like, all right, well, here we go. Get
1: ready to go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. I know what's gonna happen. Um, but that's all right. Um, yeah. Um, I'm excited about Rebecca also. um. Alright, uh, you can find me at Cody Lunsford underscore on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at Cody Lunsford on Letterboxd. You can find the show at WePickPicks, W-E-P-I-C-K-P-I-C-S, on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Give us five stars if you like the show, et cetera. Um, since my boys went wild and didn't talk about <laughs> some of the movies I thought they were, I'll just do uh, rapid fire real quick, which is hey the witches is coming out don't know that it looks good but zemeckis is on good. one crazy um i'm excited to see it um it's about witches um borat 2 is coming out that feels weird um and I'm then
1: very excited about that i talked about that in the last episode i'm oh uh, uh,
0: that's right that's
1: about Borat 2.
0: um over the Moon, which is a animated movie from Glenn Keane. is coming out on Netflix. Seems really cool. And then Synchronic, which is uh, what I was placing bets that Mark would pick. Well, i already if talked we, about it,
2: Cody. We, okay,
0: See, this is why I wanted us to stay in the two-week section. <laughs> we'll, we'll do that well, going it's a, forward. It's
1: a new segment, and we're all learning. I know. Moves. We're figuring out. We're
0: figuring out the kinks. Um, call us Lola. Speak, speaking the of, of kinks,
1: uh, get uh, ready to hear a soundtrack full of the kinks. On the next episode, which I will tease after the credits.
0: That's fine. My... What's this kink song that I was trying to reference?
1: Lola is a kink song. Hell Lola. yeah. Hello, yeah. Lola. yeah, I did it. I did it. It's a good okay. ass
0: song. So, um, yeah, hey guys, movies will still exist even if we're not allowed to watch them together. Um, that's yeah. what I want to to in <laughs> Myself. I'm looking at myself on the zoom camera to tell myself that. Um Mark wants to go watch baseball, he's gonna kill me. I would so
2: love to. also it's but, very hot in this apartment. The,
0: I had to turn my air off too, and I'm sweating.
1: Me too. Uh, but I'm sitting by my window and I feel okay, pretty good. Okay.
0: Alright, 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 alright. Okay, Mark, what is the best best movie of two thousand seven? Um
2: Sunshine. Chad, what is the best movie of
1: two thousand seven? Sunshine. Sunshine, Cody. What is the best movie of 2007?
0: Best movie of 2007 is *Sunshine*. Thanks everybody for listening, and remember, we're only stardust.
1: On the next episode of Best Pictures, uh, we're watching my favorite movie of the year, 2007. The Darjeeling Limited, a film by Wes Anderson. It is uh, available wherever you rent movies. Amazon, iTunes, freaking Blockbuster, Redbox. uh, You name it. It's there. It's just not free. So pay money. Watch the movie. It's good. And
2: find your hipster friend and borrow it from him.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's what I would recommend. I've got the DVD. I've got the Criterion. I don't really have a Criterion edition. I don't even know. I think there
0: is one. Yeah, they get it for his other movies. Hey, I bought it recently because I found it at FYE for like uh, $4. good
1: movie. I'm glad you have it. it. Okay, bye listeners. (laughs)